Morning everyone, it's Dr. Eric, the fitness physician. I'm talking about all things related to hormonal fitness, muscle medicine, and much more. I've been doing a series on exactly what I talked about, muscle medicine, and specifically about anabolic resistance and how it comes about and the dangers of it, not only just to your muscle mass, but how it affects your body in general. So I talked about insulin resistance, I talked about leptin resistance, today I'm gonna to talk about the endoplasmic reticulum. So just a fancy word for one of the, uh, or it's called an organelle, a little structure inside your cell um, that makes protein and it does a lot more than this, but this is the basics of it, right? So I try to break it down and make it simple because, you know, as I talk about cellular medicine, breaking everything comes down to the cell, the individual cell, the mitochondria, and the structures in the cell. And the Golgi apparatus is one of those. So it's think of it as the thing that makes the proteins that your, your cell makes every day. And those little proteins add to other proteins, and that's what makes everything in your body, the cell membranes. It makes you know, it eventually makes your muscle tissue, your brain tissue, everything. Everything's made of proteins and, of course, fats and other molecules as well. So when we talk about anabolic resistance, one of the final factors leading up to this is endoplasmic reticulum stress. That's what ER stands for, is endoplasmic reticulum. Like I said, it, it makes, makes the proteins that your body uses to make pretty much everything in the body. So think of it as the packaging center. What it does it makes it and then it ships it to this other organelle called the Golgi apparatus. And that's, think of that as like the FedEx, right, or the UPS. That's what ships it out to, to the cell, uh, to be exported out of the cell to go to wherever it needs to be. You need to make some skin, some nails, some hair, whatever that may be. So, uh, what, and also it's the uh, endoplasmic reticulum, of course, is involved in the metabolism of glucose, lipids, and carbohydrates, right, because your body's taking this fuel and your body, of course, has to package these things up and make these things. That starts in DNA and it train that turns all these little amino at every turns everything turns this fuel into products, right? It's metabolism of the fuel and it makes the products and it ships it out uh, and to be to create whatever it needs. So you, obviously, you see the importance of this. So what happens is we talked about last time how there's stress on the body, right? And when there's insulin resistance, there's leptin resistance, there's overfeeding. The cells are all of a sudden start to work. Things get backed up. Think of think of your EPS thing. Everything is backed up. It can't ship things out because it's just got too much stuff to deal with, right? <clears throat> That's what happens with leptin resistance, insulin resistance, overfeeding, and it becomes and you get inflammation in there. All these things start to muck up the process. So it causes a little bit of stress, right? Those EPS drivers get angry, you're out there yelling at people. So that's what happens, you get into plasmic reticulum stress. And this, so what the body does is very smart, it elicits this, this reaction called the unfolded protein response to try to deal with this. So it folds the proteins in a certain way to try to mitigate the damage. So what's happening is there's, there's, there's too much going on and things aren't getting processed properly because of the insulin resistance, the leptin resistance, and you get some inflammation in there. And what's happening is then there's not enough energy. The cells aren't having, since things aren't working properly, our whole body is to take this fuel and convert it into energy to do what it needs to do. And if there's not enough energy, then things start slowing down and then it becomes a vicious cycle, right? Um, and then when there's a further inflammation, further slowdown, less energy to do what needs to be, it needs to make all its proteins and needs to make these things for your body to, to do what it's supposed to do, but it's not, it doesn't have the energy, so it gets more inflamed. It elicits this response to try to fold the proteins in a certain way to deal with this backup to make it more efficient. Uh, so since it can't export them, it packages them in, in smaller packages and tries to uh, fold them in a certain way to, to relieve that backup. But eventually that leads to more inflammation too, so the system gets damaged. On a bigger scale, what happens is all the stress, this inflammation, it, it causes like a spillover, right? In the fat, since it can't handle all the, what it's it can't making the fat in the way it needs to do, it spills over out of the fat cells. It's supposed to be packaged up inside the fat cells to be used, right, or to be stored in a certain way. It spills over into the into the, into the blood and the tissue, and it gets exported, and you get what's called ectopic fat deposition. It means it goes it goes where it's not supposed to go. You start getting fat put in places that you don't want it, right? Outside the cell, you get it in the liver. You get fatty liver. You get it in the muscle, and, and what I'm going to talk about here in a second 
course, you start getting it in your organs, it gets in your pancreas, then it causes further insulin resistance and pre-dies and just compounds the problem even further, right? So it just goes to where it's not supposed to go and it causes further inflammation. As we talked about before, fat is a, a very inflammatory molecule and it can cause damage. So it becomes an even more vicious cycle. In the, in the muscle tissue, this uh, becomes what's called intramuscular triglycerides, meaning the, the fat is stored in, in the muscle. Muscles, it's not meant to be a storage depot for fat. It, it mucks up the system, right? <clears throat> we have this inf in, um, insulin resistance and the stress and everything I talked about. And, it, and again, it causes fats to be accumulated where it's not supposed to be in the muscle tissue. And it's not, again, it's not meant to be there. It causes further insulin resistance and it can't handle, right? When your body's making fuel, your muscle takes in to utilize it so you can move, so you can exercise. And now it's not doing this. Instead, it's got this fat in there and it's, and it, it's not as efficient as burning up the fat inside the muscle tissue. And that causes further insulin resistance and endoplasmic reticulum stress. And it causes further fat. And again, another vicious cycle. And all of this leads to anabolic resistance. And this is why. Uh, so. Uh, basically, I'll show another quick slide, a quick summary of this, of what happens uh, inside the cell, and then we're going to talk about how to fix it. So this is kind of the final nail, right? So um, about this. So check out the next one. It's a real quick, short slide to kind of summarize. And then we're going to start talking about what to do to fix this. So anyway, like this post, tag it. And let me know what else you want to hear about, guys. I want everybody to have an awesome day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.